Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Yes, we cry holy. Holy. We cry with the angels this morning. We say holy. Holy. Holy art thou. Your presence is heaven to us. You are holy. You are sacred, God. You are consecrated. You, your name is hallowed. You're perfect in all your ways. You're worthy to be exalted. And we give you our complete devotion today. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, and amen. We welcome each one of you to the prayer call this morning as well. As we lift up the name of Jesus together in unity, where our Father commands the blessing. Amen. Again, we welcome you to the prayer call. Let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator today. The angel of our house is Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to you, and we bless you in the name of the Lord. Our devotion leader this morning is Elder Ray Ressler. Good morning, Elder Ray. How are you doing today? I am doing great, Charlene. Thank you. And how are you doing? I am well, thank you. Thank you, sir. And our prayer requests and praise reports that um, have come in will be offered by Sister Victoria Wimberly. Good morning, Sister Victoria. How are you doing? Good morning, Sister Charlene and Elder Ray. Praise God. We got blessed this morning with another day. Amen, amen, amen. New blessings, new mercies, new compassions. Amen. Let's go before the throne of God together again before Elder Ray comes. Father, we just thank you. We thank you again, Father, because you are holy. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we empty out everything so that when we come before you, God, we have clean hands and a pure heart. Wash us afresh, Father, so that everything that we offer up to you is holy, just as you are. It's pure, just as you are. It's sanctified, just as you are. Hallelujah to you, Lord God. Father, we offer up, dear God, our devotion to you. We offer up, dear God, our prayers to you this morning, our praise, our adoration, Father. And we ask you, Father, to do what you want to do through us. We are your instruments. We are your image here in the earth. We are your ambassadors. So we, dear God, speak, God, on your behalf here into the atmosphere. We call those things that be not as though they are this morning. We speak your purpose, Father, into the things whereto you want it sent this morning in the name of Jesus. 
So, Father, fulfill your purpose in us. Fulfill your will, God, in us and through us. Have your way. Work it in us that which is well-pleasing in your sight. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Father. And it is so. Amen, amen, and amen. Elder Way, we're ready for you. Thank you, Charlene. It's a great morning. This morning's devotion is hold on to your confession. This holding is for both the confession of our faith for salvation and for the answers to our prayers. In Hebrew 10, verse 23, in the New King James Version, it says, Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. I like the way the Amplified Version states it. Let us seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word. We're supposed to seize and hold onto what we confess, but this means that we need to believe and have full faith and confidence in the fact that God hears and answers our prayer. I say full faith, meaning having no doubt whatsoever. To seize is to take hold of suddenly and forcibly, and to take an opportunity or initiative eagerly and decisively. It is an intentional act. In Galatians 5.1, New King James Version, it says, Stand there fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. The Amplified version of that says, It was for this freedom that Christ set us free, completely liberating us. Therefore, keep standing firm, and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery, which you once removed. This is talking about our salvation and our freedom from the bondage of sin that we were on prior to our salvation. We need to believe and hold on to that salvation which was accomplished by our faith in God and his word that Jesus is our Savior and that our confession that we are genuinely believe that fact. The fact that we need to hold on to this implies that we can walk away from our salvation. 1 John 5 verses 15 through 17 in the Amplified Version says, And if we know for a fact, as indeed we do, that he hears and listens to us in whatever we ask, we also know with settled and absolute knowledge that we have granted to us the requests which we have asked from him. If anyone sees his brother committing a sin that does not lead to death, he will pray and ask on the believer's behalf, and God will for him give life to those whose sin is not leading to death. There is a sin that leads to death. I do not say that one should pray for this kind of sin. All wrongdoing is sin, and there is sin that does not lead to death. One can repent of it and be forgiven. Verse 15 again shows us about knowing that we have what we ask, but we have the, because we have the assurance that God hears us and will honor our request. But in verses 16 and 17 shows us that there is sin that we can be forgiven from and sin that we cannot be forgiven. 
John is talking to the born-again believers in this scripture, which means we can walk away from our salvation with sin unto death. Well, what is that sin? It's blaspheming of the Holy Spirit, the denial of who God is. Once we are saved, we need to hold on to who God is, who Jesus is, and who the Holy Spirit is. Sometimes people lose faith and belief in God when things happen that they do not understand. So they lash out in their lack of understanding, frustration, and pain. If they go so as far as to say there is no God because he didn't do this or didn't do that or he allowed this to happen, then you're walking in the, on the edge of no return. That is why it's so important for us to pray for our hurting brothers and sisters and to help them in both good times and in dark times. We've all seen people walk away from the church, but what are we doing about it? They need healing. They need comfort. They need guidance. We pray for them and with them. We use the Holy Spirit to guide us on how to walk with them and to help them. We need to help bring them back to the assurity of who God is. Jesus has shown us some examples of what can be done with our words mixed with our faith. In Mark 11, verses 20 through to 24, the New King James Version, it says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. In the Amplified Version, it says that Jesus replied, have faith in God constantly. I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, in God's unlimited power, but believes that, he, that what he says is going to take place, it will be done for him in accordance with God's will. For this reason I am telling you, whatever things you ask for in prayer in accordance with God's will, believe with confident trust that you have received them, and they will be given to you. The Amplified Version says praying in God's will, but how do we pray in God's will? The best way is to pray God's word. When you are praying, what does the word say about you, what you are wanting to pray for? Is it healing? We pray that by Jesus' stripes we are healed, which comes from Isaiah 53, 5. Is it for provision? We pray, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus from Philippian, uh, Philippians 4 and 19. For we have given, and it is given unto us, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto our bosom, which is from Luke 6 and 38. Whatever the thing is that we are praying and believing for, get a scripture for it and pray that. Stand on that and always remember that God watches over his word to perform it. In Matthew 21, verses 20 to 21, it says, And when the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How did the fig tree weather away so soon? 
Jesus answered and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. Other examples are found in Romans 4, 19 through 21. Without becoming weak in faith, he considered his own body now as good as dead for producing children since he was about a hundred years old. And he considered the deadness of Sarah's womb, but he did not doubt or waver in unbelief concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong and empowered by faith, giving glory to God, being fully convinced that God had the power to do what he promised. Abram had the promised of a son through Sarah and becoming the father of many nations. He waited a long time for God to fulfill that promise, but he did not doubt that God could and would make it happen. Abraham's faith in God was counted as righteousness. If we know and believe that God created the heavens and the earth and everything in it, why do we have difficulty in believing for healing? or for provision, or small things. James shows us the cost of doubting or losing faith. In James 1, verses 6 through 8, and I'm going to use the CEV version, but when you ask for something, you must have faith and not doubt. Anyone who doubts is like an ocean wave tossed around in a storm. If you are that kind of person, you can't make up your mind, and you surely can't be trusted. So don't expect the Lord to give you anything at all. So it is important that we hold on to our beliefs, hold on to our confession, our prayers, and stand firm in knowing that God can and will answer our prayers. Do not let circumstances and what others, including the enemy, tell you sway you from your faith and surety in God. Remember that God answers our prayers. And sometimes the answer may not exactly look like what we pictured, but the answer, there is an answer to be received. And remember, Daniel had to wait 21 days for his answer because the enemy held up the angel that was bringing the answer to him. From the, and the answer was sent from the moment he prayed it. The enemy may try to delay our answers, but more likely he will try to make you give up in your believing for the answer. Don't let him move uh, you because he is a liar. And Father, we thank you that you have given us your word. You have given us your son. You have given us your Holy Spirit that you love us. Let us always remember and stand fast in your words, in what you've said over us and about us, who we are in you. We thank you, Lord, that you do answer our prayers. Guide our prayers so that we do not ask in this, as your word says, but let us speak your words, what you say about the situation, and let us hold fast to that because it is truth, and truth trumps fact. Your word is over everything. There is none above it. 
and we thank you for it. We thank you that you have given it to us, and we put it into our hearts, and we speak it out of our mouth, and we latch onto it. And we thank you that you're faithful to it. And we give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Elder Ray. That was a wonderful word. Hold on to your profession. Amen. Hold on. Having done all to stand, stand. Thank you again. Now, Sister Victoria will lead us in prayer to pray for any prayer requests that have come in. Saints, let's stand together in agreement and believe together as she prays. Sister Victoria, we're ready for you. Thank you, Sister Charlene. Powerful word there this morning from Elder Ray. But yes, we boldly approach the throne this morning because we are God's children and we have a blood-bought right to do so. So as we stand in the gap this morning, I will be the instrument that will be used to send forth the prayer of covering those prayers that have been submitted. We received two prayer requests this morning, praise God, because we know that each and every day that there is a prayer need, knowing and unknowing unto us. This morning we received a prayer from Mr. Derek Mills. He's having a procedure And we know that our God is already in the midst, Brother Derek. Father God, we come boldly upon the throne, being your children in the kingdom. You said that when we come forth unto you that you do hear our cry. This morning we're standing in the gap on behalf of Derek Mills, letting him know that he can have comfort in trusting his God. Because we already know, Father God, you've already seen what is coming forth on the day of the procedure that is needed. That you have already gone to the mindset and to the spirit of those that are going to be in in surgical room. That you've already spoken unto them and you've showed them already, O Lord, what to look for as Brother Derek comes forth for the, the surgery. We already know that there is victory because we serve a God that has all victory in all things. Let Brother Derek know that he can stand upon your word, where it says in your word to trust me and none other. We know, Father God, that if you created the earth in Genesis, that you already got Brother Derek covered, that he already knew that this day would come up for the surgery, that the men and women that will be in the surgical room, those that were doing the surgery, those that will be following the monitors, those that will be implementing the IVs into any and all systems that Brother Derek may need, that, Father God, that you have already spoken unto them. You have shown them what to look out for. And so we already know that the manifestation of what you have orchestrated has already been done because your word is alive, O Lord. So this morning we believe and we stand on your word, knowing, Father God, that all things are possible through you. And that because, Father God, where you show your people out of Isaiah 32 and 17, where to go left and not right, where to move forward and not backwards, where to trust you and believe in the living word, that nothing is impossible without you, O Lord, that there is victory in his surgery. So we praise you and we glorify you in in advance for Brother Derek. And let it be that he will contact us, new destiny, O Father God, to prove and to show that his God heard his cry and that his God was in the surgery room with him and that you orchestrated everything that transpired and that you healed his body of any and all infirmities and that he shall walk and not worry and that he shall rejoice and acclaim the name of the Lord. We give you all the praise and all the glory for showing up and showing out. 
on behalf of Brother Derek Mills, knowing that those that are working on his behalf and doing the works in which God has created them to do, and that God has already guided them for the perfection of Brother Derek's body. We give you all the praise and all the glory. And our second prayer request came in from Sister Sheena Bell. She asking us to stand in the gap and believing with for a financial blessing for her mother. And we know already, Father God, that there is victory over all cases. You said, O oh Lord Jesus, out of Isaiah 58 and 11, that you will guide each and every one of your children through the drought, and that you will provide. If you did it with the fish and the loaves of bread, Master God, that you can show up and show out on behalf of Sister Sheena Bell's mother, that she has an overflow, that you have already opened up the windows of heaven and poured out her many more blessings that she could even think or imagine that you were about to do. So she is walking in the overflow. We are speaking that into the air, and we're believing. We're standing on Romans 15 and 13 because you're God of hope and peace, and that you are the comforter, and that you are the provider, and that you make a way out of nowhere, oh Lord. If you did it for the birds, if you fed the small animals, if you created the mountains, oh Lord, and if you set up the water to flow throughout the streams that you have already provided for Sister Sheena Bell's mother with the victory of all things, she has more than enough. For we know, Father God, that when you speak, and you speak unto the winds, the oceans, and all the small creatures that you have already providing, according to the word out of 1 Timothy 2 and 1. We give you all the praise and all the glory, because all things are possible through you, Lord. And Father God, while we're praying this morning, we want to include your nation, not just a city, not just a state. Not just one continent, but all continents, Father God, because you are the creator of all things according to when you spoke, when you breathed, and when you blew into that all things were created for every man, woman, child, and any in all creatures that moved amongst this land. Father God, create an environment of love and create an environment of grace over this entire nation. We need you, O oh Lord. We're standing on your word. We know that, Father God, that your will was already spoken. Your people are standing upon Ephesians five twenty through 25, because we know that through all things, you will make those things come to manifestation. We praise you for another day. We praise you for the glory of this day, because this is not a day that we have seen before. We all on this line, and those that are not even on the line, marinate their spirits to know that their God is listening to whatever they whisper, whatever they speak into the air, and whatever is on their mind, and whatever is on their heart. Because each and every one of your children and those that are coming forth believe in you, trust in you, and know that there is truly a God that we serve. We praise you this morning, we glorify you, and we lift you amongst the highest of all things. And we all shout hallelujah, and we ask you to cover us in our comings and our goings, each and every child that you have created. We love you, we praise you, and we give you the highest praise this morning in the mighty name of your son, Jesus. And we all say amen. Amen, amen. And according to Matthews 18 and 19, we agree here on earth as touching. So we know that what Sister Victoria has asked this morning shall be done for us as Father God. 
We want to quickly swing back to Elder Ray. Elder Ray, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? I have one one little thing. It was I was reminded of the scripture, uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty one, and I want to read it in this contemporary English version. Words can bring death or life. Talk too much, and you will eat everything you say. That's why it is so important to be careful what you say. We don't want to cancel what we prayed for by speaking doubt or unbelief. We have to mix our faith with God's word and then hold on, stand in what we have said. But it's important that we watch what we say. And uh, Scripture also says, out of the heart the mouth speaks. So we want to have that word in our mouth. We want to have uh, the Holy Spirit in us. We want to have uh, the confidence in God, and that's what we're speaking. We're speaking that belief, that confidence, that surety. And we used to like to say, we know that we know, you know, that God will do what he said he would do, that he would answer our prayers, and that he is faithful to us. So that's what I just wanted to remind us, that we need to watch what we say. Thank you, Charlene. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Elder Ray. Absolutely correct. What we profess, what we confess is what we get. Amen. Well, again, we want to thank you for joining the prayer call this morning. We bless you in the name of the Lord. We bless our leaders, Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We bless their families. And we want to remind you all to send in your prayer requests. Send them into www.newdestiny.online. Send in your prayer requests. We love to pray. We've been called to pray. Pray without ceasing. Another reminder, as we open the lines this morning for everyone to pray together, we ask that each one that is baptized in the Holy Spirit, please pray in your heavenly language. For those of you who do not speak in tongues, we ask that you please just pray thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Also, please invite others to join in with us on the prayer call Tuesday through Thursday at 5 a.m. And on Saturday mornings, we're on campus for corporate prayer Another reminder that this Saturday we will not, however, have corporate prayer due to the holiday weekend. So we will not have corporate prayer this Saturday. So please join us tomorrow morning for the 5 a.m. call here, same line, 5 a.m. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Elder Ray, and Sister Victoria, in our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. Thank you. Let's go before Father God again, before we depart this call, but never his presence. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your wonderful word today, Father, reminding us to hold on to the confession of our hope, the profession of our faith, Father, I pray, dear God, that you bless 
every person, every person on this call. Bless your church, Father. Hallelujah. I declare that each believer holds on to the hope that we profess without wavering, without compromise. Just as you are intentional with us, Father, you are faithful to your promises. Therefore, Father, I declare that we are intentional to holding on. Hallelujah. Holding on to what your word says. I decree and declare Mark 11 and 24, whatsoever you ask when you pray that you believe that you receive and therefore you shall have them because Father's word will not fail. Your word, God, will not return void. You watch over your word to perform it. Your word will not return back to you void. It will not return empty. Father, I pray that each caller stands in a new posture this morning, a new commitment this morning, a new surety this morning. Hallelujah. A surety, a confidence that is steadfast unmovable, unwavering. Father, may your people not forget what you've done. You parted the Red Sea. Hallelujah for the Israelites, and you're still parting Red Seas for us. You closed the mouth of the lions in the lion den for Daniel, and you're still closing the mouth of the enemy for us. Father, you're still making ways out of no way. You're still producing when the ground is dry. Father, gird your people up. Give them a new posture. Give them a new strength to stand this morning, I pray, Father. Give them the strength to withstand in these evil days and having done all, God, that they can stand. Stand, I say. I declare that each one of you stand. Stand through the process. Stand. Stand on the solid rock, Jesus Christ. Stand on the solid rock, Jesus Christ. I decree and declare your word, Father. Upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Therefore, I declare that your church, God, is deeply rooted in you. They are like trees planted by the rivers, dear God whose roots are so deep in the water, God, so deep in you, the living water, so deep in you, the living water, that we cannot be moved in the name of Jesus. We are not bothered by the heat. We are not bothered by the drought. We are not bothered by the assignments. Your word says be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto you, Father. And we come to you with thanksgiving, not anxious, but confident in our God, knowing beyond a shadow of doubt that you, Father, will perform. You will do and outdo, God. You will do it. Just because we've asked, believe in you. Just because you are true to your word and you cannot lie. Just because, Father, we are the apple of your eye, and everything that you do, God, 
is good. Your blessings, Father. Your blessings, Father, make us rich and they add no sorrow. Your blessings are yes and amen. Your word, God, your word is yes and amen. And we hold fast to your word, knowing that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, who have been called according to your purpose, Father. So we know that you're working for our good because you are your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Bless your people, Father. Bless them in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Tanika, please open the lines for the saints to pray together. <laughs> 